It's 8 o'clock somewhere. Today, Travis, Sarah, and I will be discussing the world of deepfakes. Today we're diving into deepfakes, video and audio used to imitate someone's likeness using deep learning, a type of artificial intelligence. They're most commonly used in celebrity porn, revenge porn, fake political news, and hoaxes. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. Now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. This is a dangerous time. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. It may sound basic, but how we move forward in the age of information is going to be the difference between whether we survive or whether we become some kind of fucked up dystopia. Thank you, and stay woke, bitches. What you just heard was Jordan Peele, not Barack Obama. This is just one way defake technology can be used. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took out furniture. I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony and <laughs> She's totally changed her life. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the <laughs> I can do anything. At first, Trump dismissed the audio as locker room talk. Later, however, he backtracked and said he didn't think the tape was real. This kind of plausible deniability could lead to problems like less trust in not only the news, but also other media in the future. So there are really two issues with uh, deepfakes, right? There are two sides of the coin. One of them is creating fake content that impersonates a different person and harms their reputation and the other is using deep fake as an excuse for something real that you did that's terrible saying that it was fake there's also um like marketing jordan you can touch on this but there's a good stuff that comes out of it too yeah obviously like there's definitely yeah, what we see is pretty it's a pretty uh negative use of the technology as with any advance in technology we usually see it goes pretty negative pretty quickly um but yeah there is some positives to it for sure with marketing and creating content that we normally couldn't have created. So what do you feel is different uh, than with this than let's say Photoshop or audio engineering and all the tools that we've had for the past, I don't know, 30 years, 20 years? I think humans are really visual creatures and they're way more swayed by video versus image or words because it seems like it's a real thing that's happening. Um, and especially if it's um, like someone that you're not very familiar with, like a politician from another country, if you see a video of them and they're saying something, you might think it's real, even though it really doesn't look like them um, because you're not familiar with the person. 
do you think this issue is under the microscope right now because we don't understand it? Like if you were to look at the macro, the big picture, if you were to look at 500 years of the next, you know, the next 500 years, um, is this as much of a problem or did people have the same type of reaction when we were first able to Photoshop pictures? I feel like people don't necessarily know like that it exists on a, as, as the largest scale as Photoshop photos are. Um, there's like photos on the internet where people will immediately assume that it's photoshopped if it looks like it's kind of off, but with a deep fake, they're pretty spot on. And with the voice technology that deep fakes have, it sounds like it's, it is the actual person saying it with their lips matching up perfectly. So I don't really know. So I guess that's the difference when you have Photoshop, you're only looking at a still image. When you're looking at a deep fake video, you have the image, you have the audio, uh, and then you have animation like the person's moving so it, it seems like how could you even fake that i also think the internet changes everything because 40 years ago you know even if you could edit a photo you can't reach that many people but nowadays pretty much anybody could figure out how to make a deep fake and make it relatively realistic and share it to reach like a good amount of people so i think that like accessibility is really um like the dangerous part and as a female, your biggest concern is uh, this affecting women disproportionately compared to men, uh, especially in the level of revenge porn and harming of a person's reputation. Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, they've done studies and it 99% um, affects women. Um, most of it has been used in revenge porn and on, like less than 1% has been men. So... Yeah, definitely. Um, it could be editing a photo and it's not their body, but you edit their face onto it. Or it could be a video of like a porn star and then you edit like your ex-girlfriend's face because you get mad at her. And then the, you share it with her friends. Yeah, you could something. share it with her friends, her coworkers, her boss. You could get her fired. Why do you think this affects women more than men? I think men are just socialized to like have that feeling of power over women so they think that they can do this type of thing and not get caught and it's true it's really easy to do this and not get caught so some men don't loop us all into the don't group us all into the same pool but yes some men are pigs um so, and what other i mean i would imagine there are other revenge things that you could do like what about just sen <laughs> creating a video of somebody saying go fuck yourself and sending it to their boss from a fake email that looks like it's coming from them or i hate this job yeah. or whatever yeah you know, it doesn't even have to be sexual a person right. or a business that they work for uh, or like you said politically a political opponent bad-mouthing the country like that would go along i don't think people would dig for the facts if they saw a video of any presidential candidate bad-mouthing american citizens that would be it. It wouldn't matter if it was true. Like, yeah, especially nowadays with Twitter um, and people just not trusting the news in general. Like a lot of people just get their news from Twitter. So they might see a video and be yeah. like, oh, this is real. Someone's going to watch the fake video. And okay. I would say at least 50% of them are not going to go fact check it. Just like a headline they read. They're going to go watch that video and assume it was a real video and start spreading that, that news even further. Or like you said, so Donald Trump after claim after basically saying so what about his grab him by the pussy thing 
he um, backtracked and then said it was fake, <laughs> which is crazy. So that's another like that's equally as scary. So now you can you can fake things and you can create these false narratives, but you can also cover up a real thing that happened and you can try to convince the American or the world or whoever people that uh, something that you did that you made a mistake um, is in fact fake. And until people fully understand it, I'd say more than half the population would just believe you if you made it sound too complicated. Like, no, this is deep fake. This, why would I ever say that? Somebody faked this to take me down. Yeah, I think it's just going to make people more and more cynical and kind of give people the ability to polarize us more um, mm -hmm. and just not be able to trust the news. And then if you don't trust the news, then what do you trust? Where do you get That's your really information? So what about some of the good uses of deep fakes? So um, is Tupac considered deep fake when, he, uh, when they did that hologram performance? Is that the same thing? I guess it's definitely it's in the the realm of deep fake. They're essentially creating a they I mean brought him back to life, but they made him look like he was there with the hologram, but then they were able to I guess have him speak however they wanted to. Like it wasn't a live recording that they turned into the hologram. It was however they edited his actual in the I guess his being to be uh, a hologram, not someone recording it and then turning that into a hologram. So, be, so, okay, so there's a proposed bill called the Deepfake Bill, right? And it stands for Defending Each and Every Person from False Appearances by Keeping Exploitation Subject to Accountability Act. <laughs> so they came up with that after the word deepfake was already kind of coined. Um, so the difference between a Tupac hologram and revenge porn um, is really the use of deepfake, but they're both considered deep fake technology with this term. Yeah, because they're both falsified. Um, but this would also, this bill would also cover like a whole bunch of other stuff that has no bad intent, like satire, parodies, stuff like that. And it would require them to do mandatory labeling and watermarks or else they would be charged with like a $150,000 uh, failure to label. So... Yeah, and it's also it's a struggle with freedom of speech because um, the bill would mostly affect like people with with no malintent. Like the people that actually have bad intent are going to take the time to make sure that they don't get caught. So right, it's like the gun law debate mm -hmm. almost. Kind of. <laughs> well, the Similar. Well, the argument. Right. It's like it's, it's going too far. Is right. Criminals are going to use guns. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Laws don't matter which I don't uh, totally agree with. But um, in this situation, that's also the argument. If somebody has um, bad intentions, they're going to do what they're going to do, and they're going to hide it. They're not going to watermark their name on it and then send revenge porn out to somebody's office. Um, so this is going to affect uh, Saturday Night Live or some other company that might cr want to create art or create something funny uh, with deep fake technology that otherwise is harmless and it's just used for entertainment. Um, now they're going to have to jump through hoops and spend a lot more money to create that art. Mm. So after um, Paul Walker passed away, they used this type of technology for 
Furious 7 to finish and recreate his image for the movie. Um, how do you feel about something like that? Does So he's dead. Is that on in some sort of moral gray area? I think it is because... You don't you don't have their consent. Um, they died. Yeah, like where do you draw the line of uh likeness, I guess. So so somebody owns their own likeness and their own image. Um where do you really draw that line when it comes to celebrities and um the average Joe who owns their likeness, who doesn't? When can it be resold and repurposed? Especially we were just talking about comedy and entertainment. If you're a uh, very famous if you're kevin hart and you're already putting yourself out there as a comedian can other people recreate your image to do funny things because you've sort of already uh given your likeness to the public to the people you're not necessarily a private person i think i read online that legally you really don't have ownership of your likeness so i guess legally there's nothing wrong but morally um Creating someone's likeness after their death, like without their consent, I don't know. I think there's issues there. I guess it really depends on like their. They probably have some sort of contracts too with like as far as like a movie. Um, he was probably his when he was alive. You know, Paul Walker was contracted to finish the movie, and <laughs> then you know, obviously, what happened? They wanted to finish the movie and they needed to get that footage which they actually couldn't so they used this technology to finish off the movie um i don't know where the money went that he probably would have received for finishing the movie i'm sh- hoping it went to his may, family may, well, yeah, may, well yeah maybe what happened was he was in breach of contract technically and in order to pay his estate or his family yeah. they did that i mean we don't really know i guess the details but either way it's definitely a moral gray area and i think it all really comes down to intent um, so were they intending on using, you know, they weren't harming Paul Walker's reputation by finishing out the movie. Um, there was no negative intent. So I think that's uh, our determining uh, factor. What was the intent of the deep fake? Was it for entertainment? Was it harmful? Was it, um, you know, did you make money off of somebody else's likeness that they otherwise should have been entitled to uh, some sort of compensation? There's just a lot of a lot of little factors. And I think the technology is so new that we don't understand it. And everybody's just freaking out a little bit, which is understandable. Um, But I do wonder, like, this is where do we draw the line with technology? Photoshop was one thing. Audio engineering was another. Audio engineering came first, I think. And then Photoshop um, and photo engineering. Uh, Now we have video engineering. Do we ever stop? What if we get to a point in 50 years where we can create, you can go online and create a robot of your best friend who passed away so that they can hang out with you all day and it's actually like them and it looks and feels like them and you can touch it and you can talk to it. Um, Do we draw the line there? That's kind of similar to how some people clone their dogs after they die. Yeah. Is that morally okay? It's weird for sure. It's really strange to think about. I mean, I feel like technology, personally, I always think tech- technological advances are great. 
I mean, if people are against de like deep fake, then they should probably also be against movie editing and you know photo editing on every scale. Like, you know, you see a magazine, that photo you see in the magazine isn't the photo that was taken. You see a movie, you know, the movies we have today are not anything what they would be like without the technology we have mm -hmm. to make them. So that comes down to consent as well. So intent and consent. So what about a centralized hub for consent? this type of content what if you could attach your social security number or your driver's license or something to your likeness and anyone that used that your image um they could they would need your consent in order to use it so you could scan the internet for anything that came up with your likeness attached to it and then you could either approve or but again is that op is that a slippery slope because now you're, we talked about this um, off the podcast the other day, but now you're kind of opening up the door for uh, other, like what if you have a twin that has a similar likeness? First of all, how do you measure the difference between your likeness and their likeness if you're just looking at how you appear and how you sound? Um, and then what if you just have a, somebody that looks like you and then all of a sudden, you know, do you need, Actually, let's talk about that. So, because um, this is really similar to but going back to revenge porn and just or just revenge uh, deep fakes in general. What if you have somebody in the world that looks and sounds like you that's intent is to harm your reputation? So let's say somebody sounds like and looks exactly like Barack Obama. So there's no deep fake video. There's somebody out there that could impersonate Barack Obama to the T. And they make a video of Barack uh, burning an American flag and they post it on Facebook. Is that the same as a deep fake without the technology? The intent is negative. The consent is non-existent. Let me find the definition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Falsified videos using deep learning, a subset of artificial intelligence. So something like that would technically not be a deep fake because it's not using AI. Um, but I can see where it might be illegal in another aspect. But So what if we use that to draw a conclusion on what we should do with deep fakes? So that could happen. There are a lot of people that look and sound like other people. There's a whole business around impersonations. So wouldn't you sort of conclude that the laws should be the same? Like, can you... Whether or not you can impersonate somebody negatively to affect to harm their reputation, that answer should be exactly the same as if you can or cannot create a deep fake or on that person. I would say it's a little bit a little bit different as far as as long as they're not like saying I am Barack well, Obama. Well no no, they're saying what if they example? are? What if they're representing they themselves as Barack Obama? Just like that yeah. uh, Jordan Peele skit. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think then it should follow the same rules as a deep fake. Um, but if they're not, like, say, if they just made a video, you know, without saying they are this person and they happen to look like that, that's a, a way of getting around that. So what if you created a deep fake where you didn't say you were Barack Obama, but it was just a video of him walking out on the White House lawn uh, burning the flag? I think that's pretty obvious that they were trying to impersonate Obama, though, if it's the White House. But I guess... What if it's a video of Obama walking down New York City and he burns a flag in the middle of the street? I mean, wouldn't if it looked like him, wouldn't you just think it's him? I mean, I don't think you need the White House. I don't think you need him to say, I'm Barack Obama. 
If it, uh, most people will definitely think it's real regardless <laughs> of where it is. Yeah. So where do you, so basically what I'm trying to say is that the, technically this stuff can be done with or without the technology. So the laws shouldn't really change. I guess the scary thing is the accessibility to the technology and how much this can be done at scale, right? Like millions of people could do this for millions of other people, whereas there aren't that many lookalikes and impersonators in the world. Like also, if somebody hates you at work, the odds of them going and finding a lookalike of you in the world to impersonate you and create a, a bad video um, and get that person to agree to it would be slim to none as compared to just going to a website and popping your face in and creating a deep fake. So that's what makes it scary. But, you know, the, the moral question is kind of the same as it would have been in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s with audio, with photos, with anything. Um, we just don't understand video as much. And we don't, uh, I guess, in general, uh, people don't understand that. I think we all agree that more than half the population probably doesn't even know that you can do this to a video. Yeah, I feel like the education on the technology would help a lot. Mm -hmm. But then also we then run into the point where people are like, "That's is a deep fake. Real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. Like, what a deep is fake. real? What is not real?" And then that's. I feel like that's probably the biggest, you know, solution is finding a way of proving, "Oh, this is real or not real," based on uh, this evidence and like having something that people can quickly fact check, essentially. What's scary is I doubt that that'll ever happen. Yeah, ever. I think so. If you yeah, I mean, the technology that they have now, it's only like 90% accurate, and then the deepfake technology keeps catching up to it. So there's always going to be that small percentage that's going to get out. Um, so, I mean, it really, you it just relies on, like, the audience actually checking um, multiple sources to find out if their news is real. Um yeah, I mean, that's all you have to and do. That's something we all have a responsibility to do, right. regardless of if deep fake exists or not. And that's right. a huge problem already. And this just perpetuates that problem, unfortunately. But if you look at, you know, even the film and movie and TV industry, so am I saying since the 90s, maybe has been fighting pirated content and they've been completely unsuccessful with billions of dollars poured into trying to fight. Uh, pirate content, the music industry, same thing. We, like Napster was just the beginning of devaluing uh, music content to what it is now, $10 unlimited per month. Um, so, and I have my own opinions on that. I think the music and movie industry were hyperinflated for a while and they needed to come back down to reality. Like big budget movies actors were walking away with 40 million dollars and then complaining when people started stealing movies because they didn't want to pay 26 dollars to go to the movie theater so there was a problem there on both sides but the, my point is they've been combating pirated movies and pirated uh, music and content since probably around the 90s and they've been completely unsuccessful and they've really had to pivot to the consumer and give us cheaper content so that we don't want to steal it that's what it comes down to so with all the money that we've all seen poured into that effort, um, if you look at deep fake, I don't think there's really a way to stop something like this. So I think the only thing that we can do is look at ourselves and our personal responsibilities. And it all ties into the whole fake news, uh, whatever you call that, trend, debate, debacle, terrible thing <laughs> that's happened. Like the, the whole war on media and discrediting the media 
um, which is really ignited by the current sitting impeached president. Um, that's what we're facing here. And everybody has a personal responsibility to not read a headline and make a judgment or make it form an opinion based off of headlines, memes, gifs, not gifs. It's crazy. Like people form their opinion. I know people in my family that do that, that sh spread memes all day and they write things like told you <laughs> as if it, as if it actually yeah. proves any, like some meme that some kid, some 14 year old kid in their basement made up or some 40 year old man in Russia made up either way. Somebody created this meme. Nobody should be using it to say, I told you I'm right. This validates my opinion. It doesn't. It's a meme and it's made up. So. It has, it has five no words credibility at all. Yeah. So this all ties into the deep fake issue. It's just validate your sources and make decisions that are intelligent and form opinions that are based upon facts that you can validate. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling as the technology becomes more knowledgeable, it'll maybe be used less for the negative things because people will be called out like, oh, this is not real. This is not real. So you don't really have a need to make similar to Photoshop that are not real think about it. I feel like Photoshopping harmful, um, defamatory content, whatever you, I don't know what the word is, but putting together uh, a deep fake in the Photoshop error, uh, a picture like revenge porn picture, right? Yeah. People don't do that anymore because everyone's going to assume it's fake. So you're right. Maybe when the technology is better understood uh, and it's used more for the better for entertainment and things like that, people will discredit it, discredit video content just like they do photo content so that other people won't be incentivized to make uh, deep fake revenge anything as much. And then there'll be a new thing. You'll have a deep fake robot revenge that goes around impersonating you, talking trash to all of your friends and your coworkers. But that'll be a whole new thing that people will have to figure out. But for now, um, check your news sources. That's the I think that's really the. I can't wait to see the Black Mirror episode about this. I can't wait to see any new Black Mirror episode. I don't like how Black Mirror is so inconsistent with their releasing of like what was the last season three episodes. What was that? And it was like eight the season before and four the season before that. I hope they come up with a good eight series season again. That would be great. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like that movie, Cam, that I think you guys said you both watched it, um, where it kind of predicted the whole deep fake um, idea of taking over someone's personality and really 